Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network, along with my wonderful husband, Apostle Herbie. Today we want to come in and just drop this nugget of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of just what our mind is. So today's um, topic here on Let's Talk About It podcast, we're going to talk about the power of the mind. That is correct. The topic today is the power of the mind. We're going to read a few scriptures here um, to just encourage each and every one of you um, to just keep pressing forward in the things of God, to keep striving, to keep pressing, to not get weary in this season, um, to keep moving forward, no matter what it may look like. God is yet in control. We want to, first of all, open with Romans 12 and 2. And we're going to read the King James Version first, and then we're going to read the NLT. And it says in the King James Version, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good an acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, when we allow God to conform our minds into his likeness to put on the mind of Christ, then we are yet transformed through the renewing of our mind. And he is telling us not to be transformed, um, not to conform or be transformed by the world. Because whenever we conform to something, we become engrafted in it. And then it begins to transform us to look more like the world, to sound more like the world, to act more like the world, and to be more like the world. So the Lord is telling us that if we would just renew our minds in him, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How do we do this? We put on the mind of Christ. The NLT translation of Romans 12 and 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Next, we're going to look at Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 in the King James translation and it reads let this be let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 in the NLT you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 16 says for whom hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct himself. But we have the mind of Christ. We must possess people of God, the mind of Christ. We must have the renewing of our minds in Christ Jesus. This is where the power of the mind is made perfect to the will of God, that he is perfecting us to do his will, to do his work. The Lord is using us. He has a plan and he has a purpose for each and every one of our lives according to Jeremiah 29 and 11. In 2 Timothy 
chapter, um, second Timothy chapter one and verse seven, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. He's given us a sound mind. He's given us the power. He has not made us fearful. He has not made us afraid, but he has given us authority. He has given us dominion and he has given us power over anything that we will endure and anything that we would have to walk through, any trials, any tribulations, any heartaches, any pains, um, anything, any soul traumas, anything that we're going to endure, the Lord has already graced us for that place. So we need to understand that God has already given us the ability to be overcomers, but we have to renew our minds in Christ Jesus. You see, when we renew our minds, when we first of all possess the spirit of God, through being Holy Spirit filled, and then we put on the mind of Christ, then we are able, we are able to endure the trials. We are able to endure the tribulations. We are able to endure the attacks of the enemy and the adversary. We're able to endure anything that the enemy throws at us. Why? Because we are grounded, we are rooted, and we are in a place with Christ Jesus where the enemy cannot come nigh our dwelling place. When we look at Exodus chapter 34 and verse 7 in the NLT translation, it reads, I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sin of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. We have to understand people of God. When we allow sins in our lives, when we allow iniquity in our lives, when we allow rebellion in our lives, all of these things, the Lord is saying he does not excuse the guilty, but he, he allows the children to be partakers up to the third and the fourth generation. We have to understand that this is how generational curses are formed because of the sins in, in other lives, in our lives, things that we have done before Christ had forgiven us, because then those sins are passed on to the third and the fourth generation because of the sins of the parents. My God. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse five in the yeah. NLT translation. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We captive their rebellious thought and teach them to obey Christ. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8 in the NLT, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and ad admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. In Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7, in the NLT, they are always thinking about how much it costs. Eat and drink. They say, but they don't mean it. Listen, we need to understand that there is power 
of the mind. When we put on the mind of Christ Jesus, we need to understand that if we have the mind of Christ, we cannot argue, we cannot debate with those that are of a reprobate, that have a carnal mind. Because the carnal mind will never understand nor comprehend the things of the spirit. Apostle Herbie and I have come to you this morning and we wanted to share this wisdom nugget of truth to encourage each and every one of you to understand that if you can get your mind delivered, then everything else must follow. The Lord is right there. He's waiting on you. He's waiting with his arms open wide. You have never gone so far that God cannot reach you. We want you all to be encouraged this day. We want you all to continue to look up, to continue to look to the hill from which cometh your help and know that all your help comes from the Lord. We want you to understand that Isaiah 54 and 17 lets us know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. This is what Christ has told us in the word. The Lord has given us this promise that the weapons they will form, but he would not allow them to prosper. We need to understand that. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on in your life right now, just know to keep looking up. Put on the mind of Christ because the power of the mind is found only in Christ Jesus. We need to understand and we need to understand this well that no matter what it may look like, no matter what it may sound like, no matter what it may feel like, the Lord is never so far away that he cannot reach you. He said in his word, if you make your bed in hell, God is still there. There is nowhere we can go that God does not see us. The Lord lets us know this. Why? Because he is a sovereign God. He is a loving God. He is a forgiving God. He is a just God. He is a righteous God. He is a holy God. Because the word of God tells us to be ye holy for I am holy. The word also tells us to follow me as I follow Christ. The word also tells us that we are to become all things to all men so that we may win some. And in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Verse 12 says, then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. So you know what? He knows the thoughts and the plans he has towards you. And when we go and we pray towards him, guess what? He's going to hearken. He's going to incline his ears from heaven and he's going to hear what we're saying. He's going to pay attention. We're going to draw him in and he's going to love us. He's going to listen. Verse 13 says, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. People of God, it's time to search for God. Seek him out while he still may be found. 
Verse 14 says, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I cause you to be carried away and captive. This is the hour and the season that God is bringing us out of captivity. God is bringing us out of bondage. God is bringing us out of tradition. God is bringing us out of all of these things. Why? Because God loves us unconditionally. There is nothing we have done that God cannot forgive. Just know that God loves you. No matter where you're at right now, no matter what you've done until right now, this day is a new day. This day is a new beginning. This day is a new opportunity for you to get to know who God is and get to know his love, his unfailing love like never before. Someone... Someone this morning, someone, your loved one, I ask you, how do you put on the mind of Christ? Firstly, Jesus has already made it possible for us to have the mind of Christ in the new covenant of grace. So putting on the mind of Christ has been made easy because Jesus has already done all the hard work. Here are three simple steps to put on the mind of Christ. One. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you put on the mind of Christ. Two, receive the mind of Christ by grace through faith. And three, take time every day to meditate on studying, research, ponder, and confess the living word of God. So, in Jeremiah 33 and 3, it says, Call unto me, and I'll answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So you have to call on the Lord. Whatever you need, God is here for us at all times. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Chapter 25 and verse 2. It takes the glory of God to conceal the matter. But the glory of king is to search out the matter. We want you to understand that it is the glory of God that conceals a thing. You see in past seasons, up until this point, the Lord says, I had to keep you hidden. I had to conceal you. Because if I would have revealed you, you would have moved too quickly. If I would have revealed you and revealed the purpose and the plans that I have for you, you might've gotten distracted. You might've been delayed. You might have allowed the enemy to hinder you. But the Lord says, I had to conceal you in order to heal you. And now that I have healed you, I'm going to use you for my purpose and my will, saith the Lord thy God. May God bless you and may God keep you. Apostle Herbie, is there anything else you want to add in close? We thank you for joining us this morning. We thank you for taking out the opportunity and just know that the power of the mind is found in Christ Jesus. God bless you and God keep you. We love you and have a great, great rest of your day. Again, I am Apostle Rosemary. This is my wonderful husband, Apostle Herbie. 
We are the apostles and the apostolic overseers of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network. God bless you. We love you. Have a great day.